to the $100 MBA Show, and today is a Q&A weekend episode where we answer your question right here on the show. If you want to ask a question, just email us at contact at 100mba.net, or you can use our Speak It option where you record your question. We'll play right here on the show. You can check that out at 100mba.net slash show. As always, I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today's question comes from Khadija. Khadija asks, what are the benefits of a case study? And how do I write an effective one for my business? Thanks for the great question, Khadija. I'm going to give you some reasons why case studies can be very beneficial for your business and what types of case studies you can present to really show authority in what you do. Let's get into it. So let's get down to business. This episode of the $100 MBA show is brought to you by Nadex, binary options trading. As a listener to the $100 MBA show, you can appreciate how far $100 can go and so does Nadex. With just $100, you can get started. With Nadex binary options, you trade on whether you think the market will be above or below a certain point by a certain time. Go to nadex.com and open up a free account. That's nadex, N-A-D-E-X.com. Futures, options, and swaps trading involves risk and may not be appropriate for all investors. So Khadija asks, what are the benefits of a case study and how do I write an effective one for my business? Let me first explain this concept of a case study. A case study is basically an example of something in action, a theory, a method, something that you've tried that works or something that somebody else tried and worked. So there's a couple of ways you can do case studies. One is that you do a case study or you explain something that happened that worked for you and that shows that what you actually preach, what you say actually works because you're giving an actual example of a strategy that works. You're showing living proof that this actually works in the real world. Now that's one level of a case study. Another level of case study that's actually more effective or more compelling is somebody else doing something that you recommend, a strategy that you recommend, you show that somebody else has put into action and it's worked for them. What are the results of them putting that strategy into action? This removes you from the equation in regards to taking your strategy, but somebody else using the strategy with their own results. This is a lot more relatable to the reader, to the listener, to the viewer that this actually works because it's not only you that's using the strategy and it works, it works for other people and people can relate to other people because they're just in that place. They are other people. So some of the benefits of a case study is it shows things in context. So for example, if I had a strategy where I said, I think it's really effective. I think it's really, really good to publish one piece of content for 30 days every single day. I think that would really help your business grow and get more attention to your website. Now, if I had a case study that backed that up where I showed either I did this or somebody else did this and showed exactly what happened, I give context. So I say, okay, Jane here produced one blog post every single day for 30 days. And I show the statistics. I show the spike in traffic. I show her Google Analytics. I show how many email subscribers she got in the last month to show how fast or how much her audience grew. I also take a look at how many people commented on each post. Does that increase? And obviously, ultimately, if she has a product for sale, has her sales increased in those 30 days? So I'm actually putting context around a concept and I'm making it real for the actual reader or somebody who's reading this case study. 
they can actually put themselves in that person's place and say, okay, if I actually do this strategy where I spend 30 days every single day producing one piece of content, I can have similar results, results that look like that. And it's not just you'll have more traffic or you'll have more subscribers. They can quantify, they can see an actual example in action. Now, the second part of Khadija's question is how do I write an effective one for my business? And the easiest and simple way to outline a case study is to break it up into three parts or three sections. The first part is what is the situation before they actually implement that strategy or whatever they do? So if we take that example before about creating one piece of content every single day for 30 days. What did that person's website traffic look like before they got started? What is their business looking like right now? What are their sales right now? You have to know a starting point. Secondly, you have to provide the strategy that you use in your business. So in this example, you produced a blog post every single day for 30 days. So give them as much detail in that process, what you did exactly, how you did it, how much time it took. You need to explain exactly what that process looked like so others can use the same strategy. And the third part is the results. What happened? And the best way to do this is incrementally. So you're basically showing them you know, first week, this is what happened. Second week, this was the increase. Third, here are the results. And finally, after four weeks or after a month, this is the drastic difference between before, if you remember in the first part, we talked about the before, and the after. Here are the results of using this technique. That's kind of a short and simple, comprehensive way to put together an effective case study. And I would keep it simple that way. You wanna make sure people hang on. These long-winded case studies that are out there really make people kind of cringe and say, oh, I don't wanna read this whole thing. Make it short and snappy, get to the point, make sure you show the details that are important, as well as having a good overview or conclusion at the end to show exactly what they can learn from this case study. I got a couple more benefits to share with Khadija and you guys, listeners, when it comes to having case studies on your site or sharing case studies with your audience. But before that, I gotta give some love to today's sponsor, Design Hill. As we all know, design is pretty important for any business, and some say it's the most important thing. I know the content and quality of your product is king, but what is the first thing that anyone sees before they use your product or service? It's your design. So whether you're looking to get a new logo, website, or t-shirt designed, we recommend you check out designhill.com, a site where you can get quick service for your design needs at a cost-effective price. And the best part is it comes with a 100% money back guarantee. If you go to designhill.com slash promo slash 100MBA, you'll get a $50 power upgrade of services for free and 100% off the contest posting fee. Again, that's D-E-S-I-G-N-Hill.com slash promo slash 100MBA. One of the most effective ways to share case studies with your audience is inserting them or having them a part of your blog posts. So say, for example, you're an expert when it comes to doing better at job interviews, and you're writing a blog post about how to dress when you go to a job interview. In that blog post, you can include a case study that you created or a case study that was created by somebody else or another organization. Just obviously give them credit in the actual blog post. You can mention them and even link up their website. The case study will show how important dressing well for the actual interview is. And you can have actual statistics where it shows, you know, 100 people that dressed at a certain way for an interview, you know, a certain percentage got a job versus people that dressed this way. Now, obviously, there's other factors that come into play that affect the result of an interview. But these studies are effective and they do show how certain things come into play even with that margin of error. 
So including them in your blog posts are great. So you don't have to have a separate blog post, which is just a case study. You can have a, a blog post discussing a certain opinion, a certain topic, your advice on a certain area, and then you can back up what you think with actual data with a case study. Another great strategy is keeping your case studies interactive. So say, for example, you share a case study that you have done, something that you've implemented in your business that works, or something that you preach, something that you teach in your business, whether it's fitness or automobile repair or relationships. You can actually give your own case study inside a blog post and then encourage your readers to do their own case study and to share their results with you, implementing the strategy that you're teaching. They can send it by email or they can just put it in the comments below the actual blog post. This keeps the learning of the case study interactive and gets your audience involved in trying out what you're actually offering them. All right, Khadija, I hope that answers your question and that my answer has helped everybody who's listening. Guys, again, if you have a question you want answered, you can just email us at contact at 100mba.net or use our speak it option at 100mba.net slash show. If you have a spare minute today and you're listening to the show on iTunes, drop us an iTunes rating and review. We would love your support. By giving us an iTunes rating and review, you help our show rank better on iTunes and get more exposure to more people just like you. And everybody who gives us an iTunes rating and review enters our weekly draw to win a free ride to the $100 MBA training and community. That's a lifetime membership to over 180 videos, interviews with experts and workbooks, and a whole lot more. Every week we announce a winner on Friday. It could be you, so drop us a rating and review. All right, guys, I want to leave you with this. Often when you think of case studies, we think of these long-winded write-ups of certain situations or examples of things in action. And it doesn't have to be long-winded. It doesn't have to be a lot of work. A case study could be literally a couple paragraphs. This is my situation before I did this. I did this, and now this is the result of those actions. And actually, I encourage you to try to keep your case studies as short as possible so your readers or your listeners or your viewers really, really just get the juice of what's important of that case study. And the point of the case study is to encourage them to give it a try, is to show them that this works. Sometimes we fill our case studies with a lot of details that really don't lend itself to that objective of trying to show people that this strategy works. So keep that in mind, make things easier on yourself and try to keep it as concise as possible by including the important facts and the results of the case study. All right, guys, I hope that helps and I'll see you in tomorrow's episode, which is another Q&A weekend episode. I'll see you then, guys. Take care.